Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. So good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. I am Courtney Smith, one of your facilitators for this call this evening, and my co-facilitator is Carrie Winans. Carrie, thank you so much for being here this evening. No um, problem. If you would like to get in contact with Carrie or myself, you can send us an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. Again, that's acbcooks at gmail.com. Or you and also be sure to join our uh, ACB Cooks email list, and that's simply send a blank email to ACB Cooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io, and that will get you on our mailing list where you can receive the recipes not only for In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie, but also for Herbie's Cooking Corner and Wake make and bake with janine all right and we also now have a recorded line where you can call and get the list of ingredients for all the calls i will update that this evening for herbie and janine's calls and that number is 662-443-2664 Right. So we want to remember to keep this call in this room safe, welcoming, and respectful. And I would like to say a big thank you to Herbie for streaming for us and to thank you to the folks at ACB Media and those who have joined in on their devices. So I am going to hand it over to Cindy so she can go over our commands and then we'll get started. So go ahead, Cindy. Okay. Now, as Courtney said, dated, all calls are recorded. So for safety and protection, if you wish not to talk, don't hit the got it button. But if you do wish to speak, tab over to the got it button. So if you are on your computer to raise and lower your hand, it's Alt-Y. If you are on a smartphone to raise and lower a hand, it's on the right hand corner and more. If you're on the Mac, to raise and lower your hand, option Y. And if you're on your landline or push-button phone, star 9. If you're on your landline phone, you don't have to worry about a got it button. So, okay, so we're to mute and unmute, Alt-A, if you are on your computer. If you are on your smartphone, to mute and unmute, it's the lower left-hand corner. To mute and unmute on your Mac, it's Command-Shift-A. If you're on the landline or push-button phone, it is star six. Okay, there you go, Karen. All right. Thank you so much, Cindy. I do appreciate that. So before we get started, I have done a little bit of prep work. So I've already um, cooked part of the pasta for one of the pasta salads. And I'm just turning my water on now to cook the other pasta salad. So the first one we're going to make this evening is by request. And I call it English pea salad. Some people call it sweet pea salad. It's, you know, it's the little ground peas. And you can use the frozen or the canned. That's totally up to you. Um, And all of these recipes, they're just one of those, just make it your own. Uh, You put in it what you like and um, or what your guests like. And 
and you know just enjoy it from there so i have two cans of the sweet peas so i'm just going to open the last one right now and you if you're using the canned ones i usually drain and then rinse um rinse my vegetables before i put them in a salad i don't typically do that if i'm just cooking them so now if i can get the lid off of it all right so i'm just draining that can real quick there and I'm going to run some water in the can to make sure I got all the peas out. And then that'll also help with the rinsing aspect as well. All right. I'm just running a little water over those. Okay. So we've got those rinsed and drained. I'm going to set those there for just a second as I grab another bowl here. And these salads are so simple. A lot of them are just kind of dump-and-go salads. Um, there's as much prep work as you want to put in it. I'll put it that way. Sounds like my water is starting to heat up very nicely. Okay. All right. Now that I have my peas in here, I'm going to put um, some celery. And it calls for... Uh, I think I put a half a cup of diced celery in there. Again, that is however much you want to put in. Um, most of these salad recipes, I don't measure unless it just happens to come in the container and I use the entire container um, or just use to my liking. So to dice celery, let's do a little education on some celery. There is, I have heard many chefs, chefs, listen, chefs, um, use the wrong terminology when it comes to celery. So what you buy in the store with all those pieces on it, that is called a stalk. Some people will call, you know, one of the little pieces a stalk, and, but the correct terminology is ribs. So, um, so you separate the ribs and you wash them very well. And I usually, you know, kind of run them under some some cold water and kind of scrub them with my fingers a little bit and then I'll get a damp paper towel or you could use a kitchen towel if you wanted to and I wipe them down really well um, just to make sure that I've gotten all the dirt and everything off of that and once I do that I um, of course I said separate the ribs you know off the stalk and um so then, if I'm going to use a whole stalk, I'll just go ahead and chop off the very end, the root end of the celery, and that just kind of separates uh, the ribs for me. But if you just want to use a few, I just chop off probably about an inch, inch and a half um, piece of the rib of celery. After I do that, I trim the top a little bit to see where you would normally find the leaves. Um, and the top of the, the rib, I just cut that off a little bit too. Just cut that end off. And I'm one, I like the taste of celery. Um, some people are moderate about it, whatever. Um, but I love the taste of celery. So I go ahead and I chop up the leaves in my salads um, as well. So I just kind of bunch them around the stalk. And I just start chopping. 
with my knife. And I'm chopping these over the bowl. You can do it in a food chopper if you'd like, um, or you can do it on your cutting board. I do have my cutting board here, but when it's small pieces like this, I just go ahead and just hold it in my hand and just chop it up real quick. All right. So I'm just, like I said, I'm just chopping this up. And after I get the celery in, we're going to add eggs. Um, and I'll probably add one egg for each can of peas that I put in. Or, you know, if you want, are using the frozen peas, you can do one can per bag, however you want to do it. Again, this, this is, you know, kind of a no-fuss recipe. You can't really mess it up. So I'm getting that celery chopped there. So um, after I get the top part chopped, it has the leaves on it, I take another piece and I split it into thirds. Um, so I'm cutting it into like little sticks. I'm having to be on my best ma have my best manners tonight because usually as I'm cutting celery, uh, you know, I cut a, um, a rib and then I eat a rib. So I'm saving y'all from doing that. Cindy, do we have any hands at the moment? Um, no, we do not. All right, Carrie, okay. do you have any things you want to weigh in on? Have well, you, you know, when it comes salad. Well, I I love pea salad. I haven't had it in a long time. So when it was suggested, I was actually pretty excited because it's not something I think of on a regular basis, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when yeah. you were talking about the celery, you know, last week, my girlfriend taught me, if you don't like the fibrous part of that celery, you can actually take your potato peeler and um, scrape off the outer layer, and that'll help with that fibrous. So if you are a texture person, that's a good tip to remove that fiber. Yes. And I did try that just because I hadn't tried it before. And just for time's sake, um, it was going to take more time than I had. Yes. So I just, uh, I just did um, one part of it. So my water is coming to a boil. So I am going to go ahead and dump in my macaroni for my macaroni salad. So y'all, please excuse this noise rattling or the bag rattling. Um, I know that can be very loud in the ears sometimes, especially on Zoom. All right. And I mentioned before, you know, one of the uh, staples I keep in my kitchen as far as one of my kitchen tools and gadgets is a pair of just good old-fashioned scissors. Um, I keep them in their drawer where I keep my knives and measuring spoons. So I can just, and they're in the front of my drawer. So I can just reach in there and grab them to um, cut my bags open. Sometimes I'll use those to um, cut my meat. Of course, if I'm cutting it with meat, I'll wash them thoroughly before and after I finish cutting my meat. Um, again, that's just depends on my time and how much time I have if I want to you know, use the scissors or the knife. All right, so we've got that going, and I'm probably going to set off some devices, so y'all just bear with me for a moment. Ziggy, start 10-minute timer. 10 minutes, starting now. All right, so we're going to go back to our celery, and I'm going to finish chopping this up real quick. Um, so I have put in about three ribs of celery. Again, you can put in as much or as little as you want. Um, 
And I usually don't put any salt and pepper in this salad. You can if you want to. Um, but I think the peas have enough salt. But again, this is just set to your own taste. So getting that diced up very quickly. And something I, I wish I had thought to get was a red onion that would be really good in this as well. All right, do we have any questions? Hmm. No, ma'am. You're doing All such right. a good job. That All right. Good. Thank okay, you. We Thank got you. a hand. You know. Awesome. Courtney, every Just as you say that. It happens mm -hmm. every time. Okay. Diana, go ahead. Hi, Diana. Welcome. Hi. Uh, I'm glad to be here. I was the one that requested that you're going to do peace out, so I'm excited. <laughs> I thought you were the one. I, I uh -huh. can't remember from what you said. So, um, good. <laughs> I knew okay. it was a request, and I was like, ah. With the peas, if you would use frozen peas, do you know how many ounces you'd use? I would go with one uh, one or two bags because that's going to be about the same amount um, as what's in a can. So the cans I used were 15-ounce cans. And mm -hmm. I believe the um, the frozen is either going to come in a 12 or 16-ounce. So Yeah. Okay. Um, and then also, I usually like uh, cheese in my pea salad. If I was going to uh -huh. add that, about how much do you think I should add? Like little um, cheese cubes. Little cheese cubes. Um, maybe a handful uh, or two. This depends yeah. on how much you want. I mean, you know, how much you like yeah. it. Um, I've never put it in my salad. That's just me. Uh -huh. I just want anything that I had growing up. And we, right, we fix this right. a lot growing up. So. <laughs> I and, think I'd probably start off maybe like three-fourths a cup or something like that, kind of see. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I would put a little bit in there and okay. then start around and see what you think. You can always add more, and you can't always true. take away more. That's true. Uh, yeah. uh, and my pot okay. sticking to my pot. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Diana. I'm glad I could fulfill your request this week. Yeah, thank you so much. You mm -hmm. have another hand. Okay, okay. Twinkling Tori. Go ahead. Hey, Tori. Welcome. So glad you came tonight. Hello. Um, I had a friend of mine um, who coincidentally posted a similar recipe the other day. And mm -hmm. I thought you'd be interested in her variation, sure. which has sour cream and bacon in it. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have sour cream, <laughs> and I, my, all of my bacon is frozen. Oh, but that sounds so good! I'm not going to get my I husband to eat it so. if I put bacon in it. Yeah, personally, uh, I can put um, the bacon or egg or anything like that in it. I either have some tofu or mushrooms, but right. Yeah, I'm, I've never eaten tofu. We, you know, talked about that here, but um, yeah, I'd love to have some mushrooms in that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do we have any other hands, Cindy? Thanks, Tori. I'm going to hesitate a second. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. All right. So, now, while we're waiting on my, like I said, my macaroni to boil there, um, I'm going to go ahead and start peeling and dicing a, a boiled egg. So, 
there are as many ways to boil eggs as there are opinions out there. So um, I will tell you how I do mine, and they never fail me. So I put my eggs in my little pot, and I cook six tonight because Jason will not eat my salads. So I'm fixing him tuna salad for supper, so I cooked a few extra. So I boil those, uh, put them in the pot, cover it with water, put it on the, the, the burner, and turn the burner on high. Once the water starts boiling with the eggs in it, I set a 15-minute timer and I turn my uh, heat down to about medium, medium high. I let those boil for 15 minutes. I drain them and then I run cold water over them and dump several handfuls of ice on top of that and let them sit for 15 more minutes. Then I drain and I'm ready to peel and they're cool enough to the touch then. So the way I peel my eggs, I hold the egg in my hand. It doesn't matter which hand. Here we go. So um, hold it in my hand and on the short end or the smaller end, that's facing the ceiling. So the larger end is on the bottom. And I tap the bottom end, turn it over, tap the top end, and then I tap around. I'm doing this. I usually do it over a paper towel on my countertop. I'm just doing it on my cutting board right now. Then I go over to my trash can and I just start brushing that eggshell away. And it just crumbles right in your hand, and it goes right into the trash can. You have a perfectly peeled egg every time. Um, just something else I do, just for safety's sake, because I'm not keen on eating eggshells. I rinse my eggs right after I get them peeled. So I'll peel as many as I'm going to use, and then I'll rinse them. So I'm going to do one more egg here. All right, so tap on one end, tap on the other tap on three all around and then my peeling just like I said crumbles in my hand and into my trash can off with my egg now if you do composting or um, gardening you can save your eggshells and you can crumble those up and put them in your soil to give it calcium and to help your plants. All right. So the way I chop an egg, I have it in my hand here. Going lengthwise in my hand. You can usually, I, I typically do this with a butter knife, but because I've been chopping, I'm just using my sharp knife. So I slice through it. So it's laying long ways in my hand. So I just slice down. I turn it one quarter turn and I slice down again. So I have it in quarters. Then I take all four quarters and I hold it in my hand. And if you can't do this, you know, all four quarters, that's fine. You can do it one quarter at a time. And then I just start slicing across with my knife. And sometimes part of my age, um, the white of my egg will, the whole thing will fall in the bowl. I just reach in there and fish it out and just chop it up. All right. Do we have any raised hands at this moment? Um, no, ma'am. Oh, not at the time. 
Oh, there will be. Okay. Yeah. No, there I've is got, not. Okay. Well, I have a few more little steps with this. Oh, yes, there we'll is. Okay. All right. We'll go ahead and take that. Okay. Hand. Cheryl, go ahead. Hi, Cheryl. Yes. Thanks for coming. Oh, I, I love this call. This is great. Very informative. Thank you. I was going to ask, um, have you ever seen the egg slicer? I have. Um, that's just one more thing I have to clean, and it takes up room in my drawer that I don't have. So oh, okay. it's just, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you, you know, have an egg slicer and you want to use it, that's fine. Um, I just, I could probably dice it just as quick as I could put it in the slicer and all. So, well, same, same with me. I use both depending on what mood I'm in. You know, yeah. if I, yeah, it, if I feel like getting the egg slicer, I'll grab it. I got a cheap one I got from the Dollar Street. Yeah. Know? And we have a really good one at work. So, you know, I was just wondering. Yeah. Uh, Now, I've used them in the past, um, but I I haven't used it recently um, because that's just not one of the things that we bought when we got married. So, again, something I hadn't thought about. But thanks for that suggestion. And thank you for coming tonight. Oh, I as I said, I really enjoyed this. I it's as very informative and and learning different recipes and things like that. I, I come almost every Sunday. Well good. Well thank you. I hope you continue to come back each week. Oh I will. I will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So now I'm going to put in the mayonnaise and the mustard. So again, this, I don't measure. Um, I just grab a, a big spoon and um, I'm putting in a couple spoonfuls of mayonnaise at this time. Again, this is one of those things. Ziggy, stop. It's one of those things that you can um, add more if you need to and leave out what, you know, Leave out as much as you want or put in as much as you want. All right. So, and I just do it again according to my taste. I need to drain my pasta real quick before we get back over to the pea salad. So, like I said earlier, I had cooked up some of my other pasta, my rotini. So, I had to empty my strainer. And my dishwasher sometimes complains because I have too many dishes. So we're going to drain this macaroni real quick, and once we get it drained, we're going to rinse it in cold water so it will stop cooking. If you continue to leave it in the strainer without um, running cool water over it, it continues to cook a little bit. And for pasta salads, you don't want that. All right. Okay. So we're just going to run Yes, ma'am. So, you know, the suggestion about the egg slicer. Now, I do use one because, well, one, um, just for the simplicity of garnishments with eggs, they make perfect slices. And so if you're doing a salad like this and you want people to know there's egg in it, it's the egg slicer is a great suggestion because it does make nice, even slices. Yes, it does. Um, I know, like... um, a lot of Southerners, I'll put it that way, because I read an article on this last week. A lot of Southerners, they will put uh, eggs in their potato salad. I know um, one of my grandmothers, she would put the eggs on top. And so in that instance, that's when it would be really good to have an egg slicer so that they are uniform. All right. 
So I put in a mayonnaise here, and I'm just going to kind of give this a quick stir. And then I'll put my mustard in in just a moment. Um, I want to make sure I've got enough mayonnaise. And again, after this sets a while, um, I may need to add some more. But again, it's one of those you just do it until it feels right. I know I, I used to hate when people said that, you know, but um, now I kind of get it. And I don't put a lot of mustard in mine. I just put a little bit um, just for the tanginess part. Now, are you using just the basic um, yellow mustard, or are you using, like, the stone ground? It's basic regular mustard. Perfect. Just hot dog mustard, as I call it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, you can use the stone ground if you'd like. Um, but again, again, it's just uh, it's your whatever your taste is. All right. So that pea salad is complete. So, Diana? I am going to pass this over to you, and I hope you enjoy it. And like I said, if you want to put onions in it, you can, um, depending on, you know, what kind of strength of onion you like. I think a red onion would be really tasty in this. And also, if you're wanting to do it for visual appeal, the, the red onion would um, work as well. All right, so we're going to go ahead, and since I've got my celery chopped, we're going to go ahead and we're going to make the macaroni salad real quick. And then we will get to the feta pasta salad. If I can find my bowls here. Okay. I guess we won't go to the macaroni salad. We will go over to the feta salad real quick. And then that will give me time to look for my other bowls. All right, so I have boiled one box of um, rotini pasta, and I've drained that, and I have it in my bowl here. And what we're going to do next is we are going to, uh, let's see here, we're going to dump in our feta. So I have a small bowl of feta salad, or feta cheese here. It's probably about six or eight ounces. I'm not real sure. It's enough for me. Well, not really, but I love feta. So I'm going to just dump the whole container in there. When you get it, if you get it in um, a little bowl, it'll have a plastic covering over it, you know, under the lid. So just pull that off, put that in your recycle bin or tunk it. In my area, we don't have to do separate uh, recycling. All right, and next I'm going to rinse my tomatoes. This is a one pint container of grape tomatoes. They're very tiny. I say very tiny. They're smaller than the cherries and the cherries are about the size of a quarter. All right, and I rinse them right in the container because there's holes in the bottom of the container and it drains out. So I just, okay, I better put my lid back on my mayonnaise before I dump it in the form. So with your tomatoes, um, like I said, they're small, and I just hold them one after I rinse them, and they drain. I just hold them between my thumb and my index and middle fingers, and I just slice them, just slice them in half. 
And again, I this is one of those I usually eat as many as I slice. So I use, try to buy two pints sometimes. And also you can, again, this is one you just suit suit yourself, you know, suit your fancy on this. Um, I like mine with the feta cheese, the sliced tomatoes, and sliced black olives, and then I put in uh, Italian dressing. So, and again, I don't measure the Italian dressing. I put some in, stir it, and then if I need to add more, I'll add more. And I did put black olives on my shopping list, but they did not make it to my home. So, we will not have black olives in this tonight. And I apologize for that. Cindy, do we have any raised hands? Okay, let's see. No, I don't. Hold on. You know, every time we ask. Yep. No, ma'am, we don't. Okay. Not yet. All right. So, Carrie, do you have any suggestions for this salad? Or have you made one similar? Well, yeah, make one similar, and I love it. Um, You know, the biggest thing on this type of salad is you want to use a pasta that has some kind of crevice or tubing to it. So that way, you know, all that goodness of the salad dressing gets in there. So just, you know, I wouldn't use anything flat. I would not use any kind of flat pasta. True, true, because it's not going to give you the flavoring that... um, that you want. And, and then my other, the, the other tip on this salad, because it is a favorite of our family, is I always make it the day before because I find that longer it sets, the better the it gets. Better, the better it is every time. Yes. Yes. And again, you can use any type of cheese you like in this. Um, the first time I ate it, a friend of mine had fixed it. And uh, so I've just tried to fix it that way every time. And um, he put chicken in his, so he had the um, canned chicken, and he it was chunks, but he kind of shredded that a little bit in the salad, and it was really, really tasty. All right, so I want to hear from you guys. Have any of you ever fixed salad similar to this? Or um, if not, what do you think would go good in either the pea salad or the feta salad? And then we'll talk about the um, macaroni salad in a bit. Well, we'll start, Courtney, I'll start off with with this and say on the pea salad in, you know, growing up in the Midwest, we did onions, cheese, Mm -hmm. and little bits of ham in ours. Oh, that sounds yummy. Yeah, that's that's all I got on that pea salad, though. (laughs) Did you use the cubed cheese or shredded cheese? Well, I usually buy the cheese in bulk, so I usually cube my own. Okay. All right. And I yeah, usually I have... use a sharp a sharp cheddar is usually what I use for a contrast. Yes. I may have to put some cheese in mine and try it after a while. I've never had it in there. All right. Do we have any hands, Cindy? Yes, ma'am. Area code uh-huh. five six one and during ending in nine oh six. You want to unmute? Let us know. I believe that is maybe Jill. Hi, yep, it's Jill. Jill, welcome, Um, Jill. Thank you. Um, I think for the um, 
feta salad. I was thinking stuff like um, maybe some pepperoni cut up mm-hmm. and um, or roasted red peppers. Oh yes, that sounds good. Or that um, does sound good. Um, maybe some of the little olives with the pimento. Mm-hmm. Just like kind of like antipas type. Yes. Just add that. Yes, that's that sounds yummy. Well, yeah, Jill, you know, actually, in listening, Jill, in listening to what you're saying, I what just popped in my head is, why not get some of those sun-dried tomatoes, since they're in an oil-based oh, yeah. jar, uh-huh. and throw those in there? Okay, yeah, I'm fixing really- to have to start adding stuff to my grocery list here. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Thank you. Thanks, Jill. Okay. Do we have any other hands, Cindy? Um, no. Uh-huh. Yes, we do. Okay, Liz, you may unmute. Hi, Hi Liz. Hi there. The more additional non-vegetable things you add, the more variety of vegetable things you can add. So you can add like a little bit of broccoli, raw broccoli, or a little bit of chopped up celery, or a couple of kinds of lettuce instead of your iceberg. You could put in some iceberg and romaine, or all romaine, or spinach. So it's a good way of convincing yourself to eat more greens because you've all that, got all that flavored stuff. And by the way, if you use the sun-dried tomatoes in oil, you could use the oil as part of your salad dressing and make your own dressing instead of using the bottle. Like you could just use a little bit of the sun-dried tomato oil and maybe some chopped up garlic and a little um, cider vinegar or red vinegar or whatever. So oh, yeah. that's another option. And you know... If you want to marinate all of the non-greens first, you could marinate the feta and the peppers. I wouldn't marinate the lettuce, but you could marinate everything ahead of time for an hour and then chuck the greens in at the end and have something that you could make beforehand set up and then add a bunch of greens at the end and the the, the salad dressing would be flavored by the feta and the, toma- the sun-dried tomatoes and such. And if you put oh. a raw onion in it at the same time, the vinegary stuff is going to mellow the raw onions, so that's going to be another reason to make it ahead of time and let it sit for an hour or two. Yes. And one tip, too, if you're going to serve it with greens, if it's going to be one of those salads where you're going to have, you think you might have a lot left over, or if you're just making it for yourself and you want to eat on it throughout the week, I recommend not mixing your salad greens in with your, you know, like pea salad or pasta salad. Uh, simply because the lettuce is going to start wilting, and just me personally, I don't like the texture yes. of wilted lettuce. And so I would. Oh, sorry. And I would just, you know, have a separate bowl for my my salad greens and a separate bowl for my pasta. And then, you know, once you get your serving, you can mix it all together then, and it saves your greens from getting so soggy. Or let your people mix their own combination of greens and and extras together uh, at the same time on their plate, and that's even fresher. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Um, So, all right. So, I'll get to any more raised hands in just a moment, Cindy. So, now I have chopped up my tomatoes, and I have my pasta in there. I have my tomatoes. I have my feta, and I'm wishing I had my black olives, but that's okay. So, now I am just going to pour in 
my Italian dressing. So I have a bottle that is probably about a third full. So now it feels like it was less than that. So I just dumped that all in there. Again, this is one of those you just add how much you like to it. Um, Usually, if I was to measure, I would say I usually add about half a cup or not a half a cup, a half a bottle. So and that's like a 16 ounce bottle. Or back when I could see and I was in the grocery business, it was a 16 ounce. They may have gotten smaller since then. That's been 20 some odd years ago. So I'm opening up my second bottle of Italian dressing here. And so, again, just for safety reasons, they have put the little foil thing on top. So and put the paper around the edges. So I just peel that paper off as much as I can, unscrew the top, take the foil off. And since it's a full bottle of dressing, I'm going to put the lid back on it because it has the little squirt uh, hole in the lid. And I can control it a little bit better that way, too. All right. So I'm going to put just a little bit more dressing in there. And then I'm just going to let that sit for just a few seconds. And then I'm going to stir. So I'm going to go ahead and ask Cindy, do we have any more raised hands? Yes, ma'am. Cheryl, you may unmute. Okay, Cheryl. Hello again. Um, on that um, feta salad, I don't really like feta cheese, and okay. neither does my significant other. What other kind of cheese would you suggest in that? Um, anything you like, but something that came to my mind a while ago, maybe some parm, if you wanted to use fresh, or even oh, yeah, if that. you wanted to use the stuff out of the can, as that I call it, the green, the green stuff. <laughs> so Definitely. Um, that would be perfect. Yeah, you could use that. So let me grab my mixing okay. spoon here. Thank you. Thank you. Again, like I said, these salads, you can make, make them your own. You can, this is just how I make mine. Um, and this is kind of just the starting point. And you, like I said, you could add all kinds of things to pasta salad and make it so yummy. A lot of the stuff I haven't even thought about yet. So that y'all have introduced me to. All right, so do we have any other hands, Cindy? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay. All right, so I'm just stirring up this feta salad just real quick. So, Courtney, you know, one thing we really haven't talked about on the pastas is, you know, you can buy plain pasta, which is what I typically use in a lot of recipes. But when it comes to the salads, I will buy the tri-colored no, red pepper, not flakes, but minced red pepper. Um, so all those kind of ingredients. So yes, I, and I did shake mine before. Well, I it's so bad it to do it that you forget to tell people. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, and and that's one of my problems. I forget that stuff sometimes. All right, so salad number two is done, and I'm kind of glad my husband doesn't eat this. But I will tell you, this bowl is full, and this is an eight quart bowl. And it is full. So I have my meals set for the rest of the week. <laughs> so, you know, with that, well, with any of these salads, um, I would throw maybe some chicken on the grill and either cut up my grilled chicken and put it in my pasta salad, or I might just have it on the side. You never know. Okay, now I have found my other bowl that I was looking for. And it's already got the chopped celery in there. So I started that ahead of time before the call started. 
So it's got that in the bottom. And now I'm just going to dump my macaroni pasta in there. And my little sous chef, she's going to get to eat what I accidentally dropped on the floor. If she wants it. Sometimes she's not a big fan of people food. And that is a blessing. All right. So I have my macaroni in there. And my celery. And I'm just going to kind of toss that with my hands real quick. Simply because it doesn't have the mayonnaise in it. And I want to make sure that I get that celery off the bottom and into the salad. So just doing that real quick. Oh, and one ingredient I failed to put in my pea salad, and I will do that before I eat it, is sweet relish. So um, again, depending on, you know, if you like relish, if you don't, if you like dill relish instead of sweet. Um, you know, again, that's just totally up to you. And I'll put in about two or three tablespoons. Um, again, depending on how much, usually how much I have in my jar. All right. I'll rinse my hands real quick. And the good thing about this recipe, we're not dealing with meats or raw meat or raw eggs or anything. So you don't have to wash your hands as much, but I, I try to keep them clean. All right. So now we're going to um, chop up our egg and put our egg in there. So um, find my knife. There we go. And I just did that a way I don't normally do my eggs. I sliced it in half and then picked it up to start slicing it into or dicing it into pieces. So, all right. Cindy, do we have any hands at this time? Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. All right. All right. So I would like to hear from some of you. What would you like? I know we have discussed some things that you would like to see coming up on the cooking calls and I will get to those. I know one of them was breakfast casseroles and one of them was a stir fry. So um, I will be putting those on my list unless Carrie gets them on hers before me. Um, so we know y'all want those. Is there anything else you would like to see us cook? Or do you have any cooking questions that we can take at this time? I'm open to anything right now. Yes, ma'am. You have a hand. All right. Okay. Diana, you may unmute. Diana. Me again. (laughs) It's me again. Are you enjoying that pea salad? That's what I want to know. Oh, yes. It's very delicious. (laughs) Good, 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 good. (laughs) Thank you. Um, the, I was wondering, I know pimento cheese is very big in the South and I'm from Oklahoma, so I guess that's, I don't know, I would consider myself a, almost a Southerner, but anyway, <laughs> um, we will claim you. cheese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you, have you ever made that before? I know that's cause you know, those little tiny containers in the store and they, I know they're full of chemicals and stuff and I know oh, it's yeah. really expensive for those little containers. So I was just wondering if you've ever made that. I have, and I've made it several different ways, and I can make that for the call one night if you would like. Um, The way that I've made it that I like the best, and you're getting into chemicals here, but it was good, (laughs) it was made made with some Velveeta cheese. Um, So it's more like a pimento spread instead of, you know, it's... Instead of using real cheese. Um, And I have used the real cheese. um, I haven't perfected it to the way I like it yet, 
So, um, but I will say after this last that I got on my grocery order this last week, uh-huh. it just, it was, had a disgusting texture and a disgusting taste and I'm going to have to dump it out. So it was not good. So now I want to make my own. <laughs> so, um, so well, hey, yeah, that if, was, it, if it still takes a while for you to perfect it, I'll be here. <laughs> I'll keep coming bit. every Sunday. I, I plan on coming every Sunday anyway. So awesome. I tell you what, I will shoot to make it for either like Memorial Day, um, because that would be a good summer sandwich, you know, picnic thing. Yeah. Um, I'll try to shoot for Memorial Day and then um, I'll do, or if I don't do it for Memorial Day, I will definitely do it for Independence Day. Yeah, so, I, I've never, I've never thought about trying to make it because I don't know how to get that same type of, I don't know, texture and taste that you get from like the ones in the store. Right, but, right. Because otherwise, you know, I've seen ones like I think Paula Dean had one out there years ago. I never made it, but it's like shredded cheese, and I'm thinking like that's not quite the same. But right, yeah, I don't know of, how you do that. Um, the Velveeta sounds interesting. Yes, it made kind of like a cheese. It wasn't really a cheese sauce. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, after it was while it was hot, and then you know it cooled down, and right. um, <laughs> an uncle that had never really paid me many compliments. He's like, "That's some of the best banana and cheese I've ever eaten." So I'm like, "Okay, wow, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah." So I was, I'm like, "Okay," so that's what he got for Christmas was year one year was a quarter oh, of that. I made that for okay. Christmas. So. That's cool. Yeah, awesome. I mean, you know. I, you know, I might not can make a lot of things. I can't, you know, as most of us, um, we have a very limited income. And so I always try to make, give gifts that are handmade or homemade. Um, oh, those are the best gifts. <laughs> hey, I love uh, gifts of food or handmade crafty items. Yes, yes. All right. So, okay. So I have Thank two you. eggs left. Thank you. And I, thanks for letting me know what you're interested in making. That that helps a lot when it comes to planning these calls. All right. So I've got all of my eggs chopped. Um, I left two for the tuna salad that I'll fix later. And if time allows, I will kind of tell y'all how I do my tuna salad, if y'all would like. All right. Do we have any other hands right now, Cindy? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Just get her a second because you know. I no. want to. All right. Well, I'll come back to you in just a few minutes. Um, So if there's any other hands raised, we'll get them then. All right. So just like I did on my pea salad, um, I don't measure my mayonnaise. So um, since this is a bigger bowl of salad, I'm going to put a lot more mayonnaise than I did. So this is, I'm putting about a cup, I guess, right now. I'm about to empty my mayonnaise jars, what I'm about to do. Well, Courtney, while you're emptying your mayonnaise jars, yes. let's, let's just address the white elephant in the room here, you know? Yeah. People are going to say, I don't like mayo. I like salad dressing. Go for it. And so, you know, you know that's going to happen. The people are going to say, I use Miracle Whip or I use, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So, and, and those are interchangeable in a lot of ways, just to let everybody know. So if you have a preference, either way, go with your own preference. But remember, if you choose the salad dressing-based type, you know, um, product, 
the difference between that and mayonnaise is the oil contents. And that's the only difference really in the ingredients mm-hmm. of the two different of the two primary, you know, mayo or salad dressing base. So, you know, when you're doing a recipe like this, just remember if you're using salad dressing, it just might be a little looser um, than what you're, you know, like in a, like yours, where it's going to be a little bit more creamier and it's going to hold together better. So, Mm -hmm. you know, again, I'm not going to promote either one. Um, I will say I do like Duke's mayonnaise, but you know, but that's okay. I'm a southerner. But we're not, we're not, <laughs> we're, we're not, not brand oil. Are <laughs> no. <laughs> they but, are not but, sponsoring you know, us at this time. But hey, if they want to sponsor, we'll gladly right. take them on. Exactly. But you know, if somebody's making the salad, they say, wow, Courtney, you know, it kind of fell apart. You know, that could be one of the reasons. And so just yes. adjust a little bit less because of that oil content. Right. And again, I would, you know, I'll put in, if you're just doing it, you know, by the big spoonfuls, I would just put in a couple of spoonfuls, mix it up and to, you know, and see if you need to add more. Because again, you can always add more. You can't take away. So, um, but yeah, and I've made these salads so many times. By now, I know about how many spoonfuls of what I'm going to put in there. So, um, so what I put in there, it was exactly what I needed. And I went ahead and put my mustard in. And once again, I forgot my pickle relish. So I've got it right here. Okay, Courtney, it is 10 of. Okay, thanks so much, Cindy. Yes, ma'am. All right. And we are almost through. So good. So this is a brand new jar of pickle relish. And just a tip for people who may not know. Um. There is a device out there, and I keep it on my vent hood of my stove. It's called a church key, and it will open cans, and it will open jars. So the one I have uh, has two ends. One end has a pointy end, and that's for if you are using, like, cans of broth or, um, like, when I'm using my enchilada sauce, I'll just poke two holes in the top of the can with the pointed end of the church key and then dump my liquid into my recipe. The other end is rounded off and they both have a little thing that you can kind of stick under. And, you know, there may be some of you out there who drink uh, root beer that comes in a bottle or any other kind of beer. And it's kind of like that. That's what you lift your, um, pop your tops with. So you can pop your tops of your jar with that to break that seal instead of trying to fuss and fight with it. So you heard that pop there. That means my seal is broken. Now I'll just return this back to my bent hood. Now if I'm using that to open a can of broth or like I said, enchilada sauce, I throw it down in the sink to be washed after because then you've got ingredients on it. And so, all right. So for my pickle relish, I've gotten a bigger spoon. This is a spoon that's about the size of what, you know, your typical soup spoon. You know, you have a bigger spoon in your silverware set, and then you have a little one. And a lot of people eat their soup with a little one, and that, that's fine. That's what you do you on that one. Um, I, I use those more for cereal and ice cream. And my soup spoons, the bigger ones, uh, that's what I use, again, for my soup stews and chilies. And that's what I eat with. So I'm grabbing a soup spoon, and I'm probably going, I'm digging into my relish here. And I'm probably going to put two to three um, spoonfuls of sweet relish in there. 
All right. And I'm just going to mix it up again, and it's done. It is ready to eat. And, you know, these can be made up, uh, you know, uh, a day or so beforehand. Um, I can't do that because if I make them up a day or so beforehand, I want to dig into them and eat them because I love them so much. So, all right. Do we have any raised hands? Um, no, ma'am. All right. So, Carrie, do you know what you're cooking for next Sunday? I believe next Sunday I have decided to do a pulled pork. Oh, yum, yum, yum. Mm. Because, you know, we're coming up on the, the season, especially down here in the south, where you do get invited to a lot of outdoor activities. And this is a great little um, recipe that's meat-based, and you can take it, um, you know, to any barbecue or gathering, you know, that you're going to because you have, so many you have easter you have may day you have mother's day you have graduations you have memorial day all coming in the next eight weeks so you've got to prepare yourself a lot of those kinds of salads yes and you know and and products so and while you you know when you're thinking about this stuff you know a lot of stuff down here where courtney and i in the south you know it's all outdoors so when you're taking a salad or you know any kind of product that needs to be refrigerated you know, the best thing to do is take a foil pan, one of those large foil pans with you and a bag of ice, and you place your bowl inside those foil pans and then, you know, cover the bottom with ice so that way your food does stay cold. There's just nothing worse than leaving one of those barbecues and not having a good after effect later in life. Exactly. You want to enjoy the entire barbecue. You don't want to unenjoy it after so um and sometimes when you're going to a big uh shindig like that in the south something you might want to take as a follow-up to dessert is an alka-seltzer so because we like our food rich down here um all right so i have made three salads tonight and if you have any questions get those hands up um while i go over a few things here so again if you would like to reach carrie or myself uh herbie or janine you can send us an email to acbcooks at gmail.com and if it's for herbie and janine and carrie i will forward those to them for you if you would like the recipes that come in your inbox every week you can send a blank email to acbcooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io and to hear the ingredient list each week, you can call area code 662-443-2664 and get a recording of the ingredients. And I will get the ingredients for Herbie and Janine's calls. I'll get those up sometime tonight. So, all right. Do we have any more hands? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. So, all right. So I want to thank everyone for being here tonight. Cindy, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday evening to host no for us. Problem. We greatly appreciate that. Herbie, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday evening as well to stream us on ACB Media 5. We greatly appreciate that. And to Carrie, thank you for helping me co-facilitate this evening. You are always a delight and come with so much information, and we really appreciate that. And to you, the participants, we thank you for coming this evening because without you, we would not have this call. So once again, thank you all for coming. I hope you have a blessed Sunday evening, and we will see you at the next community event. Have a good evening, y'all.